All right, Toyota, everybody. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. A workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced technology to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than than ever before or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with new available technology this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a Toyota truck you buy Toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales events deals when you visit buy a Toyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, what's going on? It's Bill Burr, and it's time for the Monday morning podcast for Monday, fucking uh, May 22nd. Is that a record for how quickly I said the F word? Uh, I'm actually doing the podcast right now, riding in a car. I'm not driving. I'm on my way to uh, New York City because I have to do some Emotional stuff here for uh, F is for Family that's coming out uh, this week, right? Or next week? May 30th. I don't know what. So this begins, old Billy Redface uh, showing his freckled puss on anything I can get myself on. Um, you know, so whatever. I'm driving to New York, and you know something? There's all this fucking traffic, and I got to take a early flight tomorrow back to LA. I don't have time. And my wife just sent me this whole thing on what successful people do. And they, they, they fucking, you know, they, uh, I don't know what they do. They, they, they know how many minutes are in a day. Evidently there's 1,440 minutes in a day and they use this wisely and they delegate, right? They delegate shit. Like, I don't want to do that. You know how to do that, right? All right. I'll pay you to do that. You know, a small portion of what the fuck I'm making. I got to get better at that. In order to delegate, though, what you have to be is you have to be social. And, uh, you know, that's not my thing unless I've had a couple of drinks. Other than that, I'm kind of a uh, curmudgeon. I don't know if you've noticed. I'm a little bit grumpy. But uh, we're fucking cruising now. Where'd all the traffic go? Now I'm watching. This will be like a Thursday one. I thought I was going to get to do the whole hour. Um... So anyways, I just got back from uh, my tour up there in Canada. Worked with Nate Craig, who murdered it. If you don't believe me, ask anybody who was in Winnipeg, Saskatoon, and uh, Regina. And uh, first of all, I'm very proud that Nate and I did a show, two shows in Regina, and neither one of us went with the easy joke. Nobody did the stupid, it rhymes with fun. Nobody's like, vagina, vagina, what's up with that? I thought there was going to be a giant twat here, sinkhole slash thing. We uh, kind of left it alone. And um, I don't know, we had a great time. For, let's, let's just back it up here, okay? We start off in Winnipeg. I told the people of Winnipeg that I wasn't going to tell people this, but I just think they're so off the beaten path, path, it's fine. The cuisine in Winnipeg is fucking insane. All right? Ah, oh, Jesus. What's the, what's the name of that place? We actually, I didn't have time to go this time. I uh, ordered from this place, the Peasant something or other. Where's my little list of places to go? Scrolling down to Winnipeg. Hey, I thought there was going to be a bunch of traffic. Oh, he's just blocking me up, the driver here. All right, Peasant Kitchen. Get the Tortier, if you're ever there. T-O-R-T-I-E-R-E. It's French pork pie and uh, then we went to the tallest poppy for breakfast the next day and um, I wouldn't have known about either one of those shout out to uh, a Canadian by the name of Ed Robertson you might have heard of him plays in a band I think he's in a garage band or something like that you might have heard of him I don't know <laughs> I'm just fucking with you um, so anyways uh, the food was unbelievable up there and uh, the shows were awesome Played in this old theater that I forget the name of. I don't remember. It's been around since like 1900, and up top they have like the 
the same old shitty seats they used to have back when everything was segregated, you know, and all the white people were downstairs and anybody else had to walk all the flights of stairs to go upstairs, you know, and what's the result? What's the result? Huh? 50 years later, white people are getting their asses kicked in sports. You know why? We got no quads. We don't have any glutes. That's why our asses are so flat. We just used to walk into the theater. We were on the ground level and everybody else had to walk up, right? That's why we got our asses kicked from the gridiron to the dojo. It's true. It all comes back to going to see Harry Houdini and not having to work for it. Um, <laughs> so we were actually there and it wasn't cold as shit like the, the last time. And, uh, you know, I tried out some new stuff. Everything was going great. Um, went to bed the first night, didn't have a drop of booze. How about that, huh? Didn't smoke a cigar, even though there was Cuban cigars. But, you know, it's Canada, so they got Cuban cigars, but there's no place to smoke them. They're very, uh, they're very hostile against smokers. or They're just maybe, like, overly protective. They sort of helicopter parent with smokers up there, and you're... You're sort of, I guess, allowed to do it outside, although I didn't didn't think I really saw anybody smoking anywhere. Um, So anyways, we did that gig, and um, the next one on the docket was we drove up to Saskatoon. Oh, speaking of which, there was these two or three cunts at the Winnipeg show. I thought they were booing me, but they were just going, Toon. I don't know why we were in Winnipeg. I guess that's short for Saskatoon. It's like Cleveland, the land up there. I guess they call it the tune or they just yell out tune. I have no fucking idea. But we, uh, I thought they were booing me. So, you know, I got off stage and I was just like, Jesus Christ, man. I thought that was a good show. You know? Um, but I was like, no, no, no. They were yelling tune. And I'm like, what's tune? They was for, for Saskatoon. I was like, all right, we're in Winnipeg. They're like, oh, yeah, Sorry. Sorry. That's a big thing in Canada. Everybody's sorry. I'm oh sorry. Like this waitress was clearing our table, and you know, plate is empty. And when she goes to clear it, she goes, "Oh sorry, sorry." <laughs> it's like you're apologizing for do. You brought food to me, and now you're taking it away, and you're apologizing. Do it all the time. Sorry. I'm sorry. Get the puck out. Sorry. Um, so, anyways, we did the drive up from uh, from Winnipeg to Saskatoon, the one that everybody was saying, hey, get ready. What the hell's that sound? Ah, Jesus, that's not pleasant, is it? Um, sorry. Sorry. I picked it up. I'm going to be ridiculously pleasant on this, you know? Fuck those cunts who yelled out tune in Winnipeg. Sorry. Um, so anyways, everyone was saying I was going to be dreading that drive, you know, like an eight-hour drive. And uh, so we start me and Nate start driving up and we're just hitting all these bugs and shit but I gotta tell you man it was beautiful and uh, both loved the drive you know we live in LA we're just smashed in with a zillion other people it's nice to get out there what a beautiful country Canada is good lord um, all these these farmhouses all of this land it was beautiful and all I just kept thinking was like, I would love to fly a helicopter out here because if you had a problem, you could land it anywhere. As opposed to when I'm in L.A., I'm looking for fucking soccer fields and playgrounds and hoping there's not kids there if I ever had a problem. And um, just up there was just like just wide open spaces. And uh, it wasn't that bad a drive. We did it in like seven hours. We took the one-lane highway instead of the two-lane highway. So we had a lot of fun like peeking around trucks and shit trying to pass them. A lot of farmers like driving these giant tractors down the fucking street, you know. Um, I don't know. I, I I got a bunch of pictures of shit that I saw. Every like every mile, there was, there was a barn that looked like it was gonna fall down, and there'd be some guy who just had like a zillion fucking cars or tires or something all piled up in his yard. It was really uh, it's pretty interesting. And I was just thinking those guys from Gas Monkey. You know, if they ever pull all the fucking cars out of barns down in the states they could just go up to manitoba and saskatchewan they'd find i saw a number i saw a 65 uh i'm driving like 70 miles an hour too and i still saw it so 65 ford galaxy i don't know if it was the 500 might have been no i think it was a 64 actually 64 i know i sound like the fucking rain man right right now so anyways then we get up to fucking saskatchewan saskatoon and uh, we only had one show that night, so of course I went out and got absolutely fucking hammered. 
hammered at this bar. A lot of tattoos. A lot of tattoos up in Saskatoon. A lot of tattoos, sorry. Um, but it was a beautiful town. It had this amazing park, and um, which I forget the fucking name of. And I, I got up the next day because I... You know, I from all those years of having a paper route like I can only sleep for so fucking long I just sort of naturally wake up so even though I didn't get to bed till like 2 in the morning I still woke up at like 8.30 and I was staying at that their fucking uh, Red Rum hotel there it's this beautiful old hotel that looks like you could have shot The Shining in there and uh, it's right next to this long park and I just was watching it's got this little mini waterfall I watched these pelicans trying to fish I saw some geese with some baby geese walking around it was crazy after all these years of living in New York and LA I was just sitting there geeking out and there was some old lady standing there looking at the goose and the goose is like putting its fucking head down looking at her and I'm thinking that's like an aggressive posture so I, I walked away but I was also looking sort of laughing like thinking that goose was going to fuck the old lady up and then thinking like what would I do because that would be bad I mean I can't walk away from the old lady but I also don't want to slap the shit out of this goose in front of all of its children so uh, sort of a tense little moment there out in nature And uh, fortunately uh, cooler heads prevailed And everybody went their separate ways But the, I don't think the old lady knew how close she came, you know She had a big grin on her face as The thing was like ducking down low So she's kind of ducking down like imitating it um, You know, like she's looking at a gorilla and she's pounding her chest And I thought for half a second like I was going to see some like, you know Some fucking old lady bird MMA action, you know um, but you know what? She's so fucking old. I bet she knows how to kill a goose. She probably went out in the backyard. And I do that shit. They just walk up and they grab it by the neck. And then they do the spin move. And then they just hold on to the neck so the body spins. And it just breaks the fucking thing's neck. Um, she looked like she was old enough that she actually lived during those times. You know, back when you earned your meal. You know? Like you knew the name of the thing that you killed. It was like a pet. Right? You had weird dreams that probably slipped into your fucking sexuality somehow. <laughs> you're like dressing up like a bird when you fuck or something like that. There's some weird thing when anytime you get abused, you know, violent, sexually, I don't know what it is. It ends up making you some weirdo in the wreck. Um, so anyways, I end up doing the, so I, I walked up and I went over the, that river there, whatever the fuck it is, like walking along these train tracks. And I got to be honest with you, I was a little nervous about that because it was this old kind of wooden bridge. And I was just thinking uh, every time someone would walk by me, you know, I always kind of made eye contact and like braced myself because I just was nervous that someone was just going to grab my legs and throw me over. I remember seeing a movie a long time ago where this guy did that. He, he was a psycho and he went hiking with these people and they didn't realize he was a psycho. I think he'd already killed people and then he went up there and... Uh, he went to like take a picture of this woman this couple or something he pushed both of them off the fucking cliff um and it was so eerily done that i'm like this has to be based on a, on a true story because usually that's not good enough for hollywood there has to be some dramatic way they kill you rather than just some creepy real way um so i was walking across that and that beautiful nature and everything and then i was just you know worried someone's gonna just I don't know, just grabbed me by my ankles and tossed me right over before I realized what was going on, you know? Typical shit, had to be so busy trying to save my cell phone, I wouldn't even think about myself before I went over. I think I could have landed it, though, you know? I don't think I was that high up. Um, I don't know, what does that say about me? That I'm going through nature and I'm thinking birds are going to attack old ladies or somebody's going to throw me off a bridge. Um, I'm just overly conscious because I know the fucking driver's listening here. Um, anyways, plowing ahead here. Uh, then we did the drive down to Regina. I, I don't know. I don't really have any... St- we went to some fucking bar. Well, I don't even know where the hell I was drinking. It's the same place I had lunch, and I fucking went into... Uh, when I was in Saskatoon. It's right, a- right out front from the... Uh, from the Red Rum Inn that I was staying at. And, oh, my God, that place was a shit show. And this is fucking hilarious. We walked into the bar, and the guy goes, can I see your driver's license? And I go, yeah. And then he goes to scan the thing. And I, like, blocked it with my hand. I go, dude, don't scan my ID. What are you going to go, oh, you know, it's just for us, blah, blah, blah. What the fuck? I mean, fuck out of here. And he scanned Nate's, though. It's just like, hey, like, 
just the liberties that people take with your ID. I don't let go of my ID anymore. Let me see your ID. And I just show, I hold on to it. When they go to take it, I, just, I go, just read it. I don't give people my ID. You can look at it. You can read it. Um, you know, when I check into hotels, they always go to grab it for me and I hold on to it. And they're like, oh, sorry, sorry, can I see it? I go, I don't want you to type any information into your, uh, you know. Oh, we just do that so the next time you stay, no, you don't. You take it and then you sell it. And then someone else gets it. And then all my fucking shit's out there. And next thing you know, you know, I don't know what. Somebody defaults on a house in fucking Regina and the banks are coming after me. I don't know what. I just know it's not a good thing. So um, we went in there. Oh, my God, those people were fucking partying. It was, a, it was some sort of holiday weekend up there. I don't know what it was for. But a uh, lot of tattoos. A lot of tattoos. A lot of sleeves. A lot of fucking tattoos. And uh, I just kept drinking and drinking and drinking. And I vaguely remember them bringing a hockey stick over. It was a Sherwood that blew my mind because I had not seen one of those since I was a kid. You know, and they, you did shots out of it. And... Uh, I don't really remember much after that. I just remember... I walked out by myself. I do remember that, I think. Yeah, so then the next day I woke up and I did the whole stupid walk. And when I was done with the walk, there was this little double-decker bus. And uh, I was starving. I didn't know where there was a good breakfast place. I just said, fuck it. And I walked up to the double-decker bus that they turned into this fucking little restaurant thing. And I had a hot dog for breakfast and followed it up with a uh, mint chocolate chip ice cream cone. (laughs) And I sat alone on a fucking park bench eating an ice cream cone in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. (laughs) Hung over as shit and just laughing at myself. Like, what kind of a fucking life am I living? So as I'm sitting there, this nice Canadian couple pulls up, right? They're both on bicycles. One of them's towing a kid. And I just see well, the one guy, you know, they're all like Flanders. Like, that's how nice they are up there. And he just goes, he pulls up. He's like, oh, no. Oh, no. And I'm like, what's he looking at? And I turned around and I looked back, the, you know, the little bus thing that they had the hot dogs and the ice cream. And like 40 children just showed up brought up by like the teachers or something it's like they were going to be out of ice cream and hot dogs by the time these people ordered it was fucking hilarious I beat the rush just by like 30 seconds but like they were just oh no oh geez well I guess we got here at the wrong time no 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 sorry sorry it's okay it's okay you eat everything I don't need nourishment they were like even apologetic like that it was so I always forget how loud and obnoxious I am and my fellow Americans are until I go to like other countries like we're I, I, I don't want to be the guy shitting on Americans because I was up there and Nate just kept talking about how nice the people were up there and I was like dude fuck these people they, they riot when they when they lose you know a playoff series okay they're just as racist they're just as fucked up blah blah by the time we got to Regina I was like alright you know what these are really nice people I'll give it to you I'll give it to you alright I'm stubborn I don't want to be yet another person that travels to another country and then comes back here to tell everybody how everything in this country is wrong. You should see how they make a grilled cheese sandwich up there. I mean, it's just so... Like everything's like fucking better. It's like... Really? Is that why everybody's always paying attention to us? You know? If we stink so bad, how come you know the name of our president and we don't know the name of your president, huh? Why don't you think about that one for a second? Gee, I don't know, Bill, because you guys drop bombs on us. All right, fair enough. <laughs> All right, 17 minutes. This is like the fucking old days. Right now, if you'd like to know, I'm going over the Manhattan Bridge. Um, looking at my old digs way back in the day up the street. I used to live uh, in Yorkville. I think that's what it was called. It was Rose- the depressing fucking Roosevelt Island, Queensboro Bridge. I walked across that thing one time. I was so sick of going to the gym. I was just like, you know, I ran down. I didn't run. What am I talking? I fucking walked down, walked over the bridge. And there's no way to walk on a bridge and not think about that Saturday night fever. That fucking idiot. You know? I love how he was too cowardly to get into that fight. And then he's going to do a headstand on the Verrazano Bridge. That's the, by the way, that's the one in... Uh, 
that goes from Brooklyn to uh, Staten Island. Let's see if I still remember this. It goes Brooklyn Bridge, Manhattan, Williamsburg, then Manhattan. Hey, sir, is this the uh, Brooklyn, I mean, is this the Manhattan or Williamsburg? Uh, Williamsburg, sir. Williamsburg. Oh, sorry. Williamsburg. My fault. So it goes Brooklyn, Manhattan, Williamsburg, Queensboro, and then I don't know what the fuck else is up there. There's some sort of footbridges, Triborough Bridge or some shit. They probably renamed it, you know, at this point. It's not the Jackie Robinson fucking bridge. It's probably named after some, some lady, you know. I don't know what. Some lady who fucking showed a clam on a show and she was considered brave, you know. The hairy twat, the hairy bridge. Look at, look at, I don't do a fucking vagina joke or vagina now. I'm going to do it on a, on a bridge. What's wrong with me? Um, so anyways, oh my God, Alphabet City. Yeah, now that's like all nice. Tomskin Square Park. All the memories are coming back. You know, I've been gone from this city for so long that there's a lot of it that I don't even recognize. Like... I mean, obviously, the Empire State Building and that type of shit, Times Square and that type of thing. But it's like just a completely different from the city that I moved to. Like Times Square was fucking scary when I moved here. So we just drove by, (laughs) just drove by us and was driving like 30 miles an hour with the sunroof open with their cell phone out the top videotaping. I guess I'm podcasting, but I'm not driving, right? Oh, do you want to film it? Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. It's okay. Sorry. Um, I'll edit it for you. I won't charge you anything. I'm Canadian. Um, how funny is it that they're that nice, and then you get them out on the ice. That's when it all comes out, right? Fucking cross-check you to the neck. All of a sudden, Flanders gets his glasses off, puts on a different kind of sweater, and you better keep your fucking head up. That's Canada, right? Can somebody please do a drawing of fucking Flanders as a fuck a goon? For the fucking, I don't know, the Thunder Bay Llamas, whatever whatever the name of your teams are up there in the fucking lower levels, the minor leagues, whatever you call them. Well, every, every fucking Canadian has a say, oh, I made it to Thunder Bay and I didn't, I wasn't good enough to get in the NHL, so I tried to fight my way into the league. <laughs> I know I'm doing a bad Canadian accent, I apologize. But uh, anyways, whatever. Dude, I remember a long time ago, Jeff Ross hosted a comedy show live from Thompson Square Park. And uh, I remember thinking that was so fucking badass. Anybody that was performing there, because Alphabet City, like before I even came here, people were saying how scary that was. And like Thompson Square was just like the city had just given in to like, I mean, it was like. That's a subway going by if you hear something. Um, it was just like a tense city. Like, I walked by it one time, and it was just like... Uh, I was trying to mask the fear in my face, plus, you know, rubbernecking, just wanted to see what it looked like. And uh, it was like junkies, homeless people, just fucking mentally ill people. It was like... It was like the beginning of a bad, like, hair metal video. You know, when they used to try to do those apocalypse ones? They were all basically loosely based on the escape from New York, people coming up on a manholes. Even What's-His-Face did that. Michael Jackson did it. It, looked, it was like the thriller video, except, uh, you know, it was real. <laughs> Get away. Um, anyways, I'm going to read some advertising here at the risk of getting car sick. Um, you know what's funny about having a kid is your screensavers all become your kid, and every time you pick up your phone, you just, you know, you're around other adults, and they have no idea you're looking at your kid, and you just go, oh. Then you try to turn it into a cough. Oh. <laughs> Excuse me. Because as a man, you're not allowed to show love. All right, Toyota, everybody. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. A workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced technology to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma. 
delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available technology, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales events deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. In a world where clout is the new currency. You're interrupting my stream. Are you getting any followers with this? One girl. What's your name? At June Forever. Your real life actual name. We'll have to find a way to clear her name. The police questioned me. You're the common denominator, June. And solve the crime. You watch too many movies. Esther Babitsky is Drugstore June. Also starring Bobby Lee, Haley Joel Osment, James Remar, Beverly D'Angelo, and Matt Walsh in the this March. Go to drugstorejune.com. Um, all right. Content live reads. Okay, here we go. Oh, look at this. Look at this. Live from the fucking Williamsburg Bridge. It's old Zip. Recruiter. This driver's going to think I'm nuts. Uh, are you hiring? Well, are you? Do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates? Talk about the challenge of finding great talent and or the importance of finding great talent to, to a successful business. Well, I think people know that. Yeah, yeah. In case you guys didn't know, you know, when you're hiring people, you don't want a fucking moron to come in, especially if they're running the register, you know, or your new CEO. You don't want a dope. You want the best person possible. So it'd be nice if you could, you could pick from, you know, hundreds of thousands of people rather than whatever mouth breather answers your ad in the local paper. Uh, how ZipRecruiter is different. With Zip, you can post your job to 100-plus job sites with just one click. Then their powerful technology efficiently matches the right people to your job better than anyone else. That's why ZipRecruiter is different. Unlike other job sites, Zip doesn't depend on candidates finding you. That one was creepy. That was like a ghost went by. It finds them, in fact, over 80% of jobs posted on ZipRecruiter, get a qualified candidate in just 24 hours. That's how great this is, and that's how desperate people are. No juggling emails or calls to your office. Simply screen, rate, nice tits, and manage candidates all in one place with ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use dashboard. Call to action. Find out today why Zip has been used by all businesses of all sizes to find the most qualified candidates with immediate results. And right now, my listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, for free. Oh, that's right, for free. Sorry, we're driving. Sorry. Uh, just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Burr. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Burr. One more time. Hey, try it for free. Go to Zip... ZipRecruiter.com slash Burr. Sorry, that was my bad New York accent. Hey, I'm Zip recruiting over here. All right, Car Shield. I have no idea what this is. Is this a bra for the front of your car so you don't get rocks up on it? Uh, Sooner or later, your car will break down. It's a fact. Every car, truck, and SUV owner knows. If you're lucky, it happens while still under the manufacturer's warranty and the repairs are covered. If it happens after the warranty expires, (laughs) you could be out of pocket, thousands, to get it fixed. That's why getting extended coverage from car... Shield.com is a good idea. A new engine or new transmission could cost over $5,000. Transmission doesn't cost $5,000. All right, you can go on YouTube too, figure out how to fucking pull an engine. You could do it. Uh, even a simple repair to a sensor can cost over $1,000. Skip that hassle, man. Car Shield makes the whole process like that Canadian whole process sorry easy you select your favorite mechanic or you can even go to the dealership to do the work that's cool and there's no checks in the mail stuff or waiting for reimbursement car shield gets the mechanic paid directly car shields administrators even give you vip treatment providing 24 7 roadside assistance and a rental car while you're Yours is in the shop, so you're not left stranded out in the cold. Or you guys could maintain the fucking engines. It's fu- the engine block's made out of fucking steel. So it's the transmission. If you just keep it lubed up, I mean, theoretically, it could last forever. But who knows? Who's kidding who? You're not going to fucking do that, are you? So get Car Shield. If your car is 3 to 12 years old, it doesn't mean you have to pay high repair bills. Car Shield administrators have 
paid out close to two billion in claims and they're ready to help you save yourself thousands in potential car repairs get covered by the ultimate and extended vehicle service protection before it's too late visit carshield.com slash burr to save 10 percent. that's carshield.com slash burr to save 10 percent. a deductible may apply and a bunch of other shit be careful with those guys man there's always some fucking thing there extended warranties maybe they're the good guys all right upside how many more of these goddamn things are there two more two more and then i can start people watching like i used to do back in the day and shitting all over everybody all right there's a better way for you to buy business travel it's called upside.com every time you buy a trip at upside i'm just reading this fast so i can get through it uh you'll save your company a ton of money and they give you amazon an amazon gift card worth hundreds of dollars upside upside's able to do this because they bundle your flights and hotel together for one low price bundling pricing saves money god damn it if you're a frequent business traveler your company saves a ton of money and you get thousands of dollars a year in gift cards just think of how many hookers you can get when you fly over to thailand just for buying your air and hotel together at upside plus you still get all your miles man if you're shopping for business travel you'd be crazy not to check out upside.com crazy i don't know about crazy but you know probably foolish it takes just three minutes to see how much you can save by buying your flights and hotel together for one low price and right now you can use my name burr your and you're guaranteed to get at least a 100 trip 100 i'm sorry 100 dollars trip you know fucking burger king 100 amazon gift card for your first trip that's my name burr b-u-r-r to get at least 100 amazon gift card say big uh on travel and get a big gift card every trip um, evidently, I love Upside.com, even though I've never used it. Upside.com, minimum purchase required. See for complete details. All right, here we are. Graffiti, graffiti, New York. Somebody wrote Elvis for some goddamn reason. All right, let me get some New Yorkers here. Where are they? Ah, oh, we got a red light. All right, Stamps.com, everybody. I use Stamps.com. Just, I'm coming off the bridge, by the way. All right, coming off the bridge. I use Stamps.com. Uh, to send out anytime I'm whoring myself out to send out my posters. Stamps saves you time and money, which you can use that time to help grow your business. I can mail any letter, any package using just my computer and printer, and the mailman picks it up. Avoid the hassle, man, of post office and mail everything from postcards to envelopes to packages, domestic or international. Create your stamps account in minutes online with no equipment to lease and no long-term commitments. Click, print, mail, and you're done. Unlike the post office, Stamps.com never closes. Print postage for your letters or packages at your convenience 24-7, seven days uh, a week. Uh, Keywords to describe it are evidently a convenient, easy, reliable, flexible. Oh, dirty-ass New York. Look at these fucking people. Oh, my God, kids playing outside in New York unsupervised. Little kid acting like he had a gun. This is like the old New York I knew. This is going to be all, like, fucking high-end now. Is That's not a crazy guy. That's an artist. Is he talking to himself? Robin sold gold cash. We buy gold. There's an only Asian-looking woman there leaning up against a dirty pole. Where the fuck am I? Oh, Essex Street. And Delancey, I never used to be down here. All right. Convenient, easy, reliable, flexible. Right now, you can enjoy the stamp services with a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus postage and a digital scale without long-term commitments. Go to stamps.com, click on the microphone top of the homepage, and type in Burr, B-U-R-R. That's stamps.com. Enter Burr. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Um, all right. Down here, like around Houston Street, back in the day, I used to do this fucking room called Surf Reality. And uh, it was the beginning of the alt scene. And the level of talent. This was before you could start your career. Start a privileged career in the fucking alt rooms where there was like, no heckling, let's just support and give somebody at least 20 minutes to get to a fucking punchline. This was like club comics going down there and then just some weirdo people that, you know, just were just totally different, but all the comics loved them. And I used to do a place down here called Surf Reality. And I remember every time I got off the train and I walked over here, I used to fuck. I was convinced I was going to get mugged. And uh, I bought this jacket from the Army Navy store and a black fucking hat, trying to look like I was in Nam or some shit. And uh, you know, keeping my head down so they didn't see the fucking Ron Howard look on my goddamn face. You know. Um. You know what's great about this is, is as I look out this, I might be able to do a whole podcast and not bring up 
what is happening to my Boston Celtics. Jesus Christ, everything that I feared finally happened. I told you guys when I first started watching them, I'm like, how can a team that doesn't really have a center, that doesn't rebound, is not good playing D in the paint, and lives and dies by the three? How can you win in the NBA? But they did, and I bought into it. And you know what? A big bucket of reality hit us in the gave us the old right there, Fred. I don't know if game three is tonight, but after watching game two, Jesus Christ. I was I was so excited. At least we got the number one pick next year. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say maybe we should get a center. <laughs> what are you guys thinking, man? You still believe in Kelly Olinick? If the rest of the team can somehow get us to game seven. I'm warning you people in Cleveland right now, you better watch out for Kelly Olynyk. That is a bad man in Game 7. Games 1 through 6, he's fucking horrific. But you get that man to Game 7. Lucky 7, that's, who I, that's what I call him. Lucky 7 with his Kobe 11s. Brings the Celtics to heaven. Some shit. I don't know. If it rhymes, it's true. Um, I don't After Game 2, I'm wondering if we're even going to make it to Game 4. <laughs> I mean, we lost by 54 fucking points. That's like some shit that happens when you're like in middle school. Um, but here's, there's a part of me that actually enjoys this because um, I'm rooting against the Warriors. And I think it bugs LeBron and the Cavaliers that we were the number one seed. I think it bugs them that they acted like we even remotely had a shot against them. And I know Isaiah's hurt. We just found that out. But come on. He's hurt, so what, we only lose by 34 points? Um, I think they just got a chip on their shoulder. They're the defending champs, and nobody is talking about them like they are. And everybody's up the fucking ass, you know. Oh, the Boston Celtics, too, they're a number one seed, just trying to sell the series, right? And everybody's out there talking about the fucking, the filthy Golden State Warriors, kicking people in the balls and blowing out fucking ankles and shit. Um... I mean, has there been a more boring Western Conference or Eastern Conference matchups? I mean, these things have just been absolute blowouts. I bet they're calling up Stern again, and he's going to get those mobbed-up reps in there to fucking start fixing some games again just so they don't lose out on all this ad money because these things are just going to go... They're going to go four games. Rather than having 14 games possibly of ad money, they're going to have the bare minimal eight, you know? And these owners, man, they got a lot of money they have to pay out to these players. You know, they spend a lot of money with their hookers and all that type of shit, you know. Getting their fucking tummies tucked. Lap band surgery and all this shit. Getting their faces yanked back so they can keep banging the underpaid cheerleaders or whatever it is that they do. So everybody, I everybody's just basically waiting for the finals. And um, I don't know, man. I, I don't want to jinx it. I'm going to shut up because I already jinxed the fucking city of Washington. By just saying I don't want to jinx it, but uh, I think, uh, well, I'm not going to say what's going to happen. I'm just going to say what I would love to see. I, I, I want to see the Cavaliers win. I want to see them go fucking back to back. And I want to see that fucking dream team of, uh, I don't know, I can't say a bunch of free agents. Just, I don't know. I'm just all cunty because I wanted to see the fucking, I wanted to see the Thunder, see if they could get by him. I didn't want to see the fucking one of their best guys just join the goddamn team. Um, can you imagine that? Like back in the day, you know, like when Larry Bird steals the ball from Isaiah. Can you imagine if the next year, like Isaiah Thomas was a Celtic? Then we just like kicked the shit. There's a fucking guy staring at me like why I'm doing this recording right now. I just waved at him. And he continued to stare at me. And now I'm feeling like uh, now I'm feeling weird. Oh, I guess he was looking at the car. He had sunglasses on. Jesus Christ. Is this guy a fucking robot? Why is he looking at me? He's got a minivan, and he just stare. I'm in a SUV. I guess if you have a minivan, you fucking... You take your sunglasses off to look at an SUV. Right? The minivan is sort of the ballless SUV. And the SUV is sort of the one ball, like, uh, I don't know, full-size truck. I don't know how it works. I'm not a redneck. Oh, fuck the, the Handmaid's Tale on Hulu. Is anybody watching that? 
I came home the other day and my mother-in-law, she always, she watches all these shows that I would never see. She started to watch one about, the, it was about this girl who committed suicide and left like a tape. And she was watching that one there. It's like, it's like Little House in the Prairie meets like an S&M video. It was really weird. Like, I don't know what was going on. Like, they were, they were like these nuns, and they were trying to escape this thing, and one of them makes it on the subway, and the other one doesn't. And then next thing you know, they got her tied down, and they're beating her feet. <laughs> How do you get that job? The official, like, f- feet beater. I could see, like, back in the day, you know what I mean? Back in the... Well, maybe this was back. No, this was, seems to be, like, in the future. Do you realize that there's people out there that they're born and at some point when they try to figure out, like, what am I good at? Like, the answer to that ends up being torturing other human beings. How fucked up is that? You know what I mean? Just, like... It's kind of like being, like, a comedian. You're either funny or you're not... You can't teach somebody to be funny. And then there's, like, like torturing stuff. You just can't teach somebody to be able to do that and just... Like block it out as somebody's fucking screaming. This lady was sitting there screaming and crying. The guy's just just, just whacking the shit out of her feet. I always come. I always ask my mom, like, Jesus Christ, what the what the hell are you watching? She always laughs. She's like, I don't know. I just put this on. <laughs> All right, so here we are. Jesus Christ, you know, I gotta give it up to the graffiti artists. Like they've really taken it to another level. You know. And certain tattoos, I've noticed. You know, there's like the, the high-level tattoo artists are amazing. But the problem is, is most people that get tattoos uh, don't have a lot of money. So, like, you know what's the worst is when you see somebody going to a tattoo parlor and they're looking at shit on the wall. It's just like, dude, that's going to be on your body for life. You don't even have like a, you don't have an idea. You don't have a theme. Let's see. Uh, I don't know kind of like a butterfly with like a bee and that's what's going to end up happening if you look on a wall it's either going to be a skull what's that star tattoo that everybody has that red and fucking black one i know like three comedians that have them a couple of boy band guys have them i don't know what it is maybe it's an anime thing i have no idea that's my new word anime because i'm watching that fucking one punch man uh anyways let's get back to the celtics holy fucking shit you realize we have lost i think we've lost by like a total of like like north of 80 points in the first two games definitely north of 70 like if you took all the if you just had the cavaliers win by one in game one and then one in game two and you just gave them all those other points like they would not they could have me in there well, who's kidding? No, me. You could have me in there for about a quarter and a half. <laughs> it's all tied up. 78, 78. Um, Jesus Christ. I mean, this is like one. This is the worst beating a Celtic team has ever taken in my life in the playoffs. Uh, the, uh, the other closest, most humiliating one to this was, I don't know if a lot of people don't remember this, during the Larry Bird era, and it was the last year of Bill Fitch. He'd kind of lost the team. I guess they blamed the coach. I don't know how. But we got swept by the Milwaukee Bucks. And I remember we lost game one, and we lost game two, and then we lost game three. And I just kept thinking, like, they're going to turn it on. They're going to turn it on. And then they lost game four. And that team had Larry Bird, Robert Parrish, Kevin McHale. Uh, I don't think we had Dennis Johnson at that point. And I'm trying to remember who was on the Bucks. It was Sidney Moncrief. I don't know who else. Um Dude, I'm so psyched that I already got 40 minutes of this fucking podcast done because I have no goddamn time. Like, I was supposed to be at this thing that I'm doing. I was supposed to be there 25 minutes ago. It's 5.55. It's supposed to start at 6.30. So there is some PA right now freaking the fuck out. And um, there's nothing I can do about it. Oh, look at this. I'm on Houston Street. Now the fire engine. This is just like the fire chief. He's got like a pickup truck. Um, oh, they got a fire engine there. By the way, dude, do you see that fucking lunatic? We just plowed into the uh, all those people in Times Square. What the fuck is wrong with people? Jesus, I don't even want to like talk about it. To give anybody any fucking ideas. Let's get off that subject. Oh, the Adidas store. I love Adidas. I've always been an Adidas guy. I don't mind Nike. You know, 
I like it. I always like Adidas better. You know why? Because no one knew, like everyone knew Adidas before Nike came along. If it's Nike, Nike, I don't know what it is. Oh, wow, look at this. This is down near the old fucking, my old subway stop. When I used to live on the Upper East Side, and I used to come down and go to the Comedy Cellar and the Boston Comedy Club. What the fuck? Astor Place, that's where I used to get off. And that's when I started looking up all the names of these people. Like, who the, what is Astor Place? And I found out about the Astor family. And they're just all just a bunch of fucking slumlords. All the statues, I just started looking them up. Learned about the Triangle Shirtwaist Fire. People jumping to their fucking deaths because somebody locked the door to the... Uh... Look that one up. Triangle Shirtwaist Fire. I actually read a book on it. And uh, it was just... I don't know why I did. It was, it was the most uncomfortable book since I read, I read the book uh, The Perfect Storm. And um, if you don't want to buy the book, just fucking open it up and just there's a chapter, maybe like a three page thing, maybe where the guy describes what happens when you drown. And it's just like, I don't know, your fucking blood goes cold, man. It's fucking freaky as hell. Do you know whenever they find those guys in the caves, they always have this goofy smile on their face like those divers who decide to fucking swim into a goddamn cave. Then what I love, they're dumb enough to do that. And then some poor bastard has to go in there. Has to go in there and try to fucking find him. Why don't they just leave him? Why, why don't they just leave him down there? What the fuck? I don't understand. You know what I mean? Just fucking leave him down there. Why do you get to spend all that money to go get him? He swam into a cave. He went into a cave Underwater, Like, what the fuck are we supposed to do? And that's somebody's goddamn job. They got to go down and fish. You're going down there knowing you're going to see a dead body. When they find them, I guess they always have this goofy smile on their face because the last thing is your body releases, I don't all this dopamine or some shit. I sound like Joe Rogan right now, except I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, dopamine and, and, you know, one of those drugs that those fucking ravers take releases that shit, right? And they feel this this level of euphoria, like the end of your life level of euphoria. And then the next day, they're just eating like a bowl of Apple Jacks, and it's, they do like just burst out in tears because it's so fucking depressing. Because they fucked up; they already know what it feels like to die. Which evidently, after you go through the horror or under the water, <laughs> I guess it's a nice experience. You're like, hey man, that wasn't that bad. Um, this driver thinks I'm out of my fucking mind. I, I know it. Uh, what do we got? 44 minutes. 44 fucking minutes. Oh, Jesus. I used to go down here and I used to do Hot 97. You know, back in the day when everything was fucking crazy. Like three times a year, rappers would seem to have like a gun battle in the fucking lobby. And I would go down there whenever I was doing, uh, whenever I was doing Caroline's. You know, and I used to headline Caroline's. On like a Tuesday night And they would uh, Louis Ferranda He used to have to Pull the fucking curtain You know So it wouldn't look bad And uh, I was doing Talents rooms And uh, so I was doing The white and the black room So I used to come down here And I used to try to get Some people that maybe Saw me open for uh, Talent or Drew Frazier Or fucking Gerald Kelly The New York Kings Um Rob Stapleton All of them I used to do their rooms um, One of the most fun times In my career That I had Was, was doing that stuff uh, Nobody knew who the fuck I was I had to go on stage You know Expect now People come out They know who I am So then it's like I have to work to lose them Where back then I actually had to fucking earn it And uh, You know Believe me I I I look back on those days fondly, but I don't. I don't miss not selling tickets. <laughs> so, whenever I come back here, I always think about all of those gigs. Um, Capone used to have this room, Nell's, on Fourteenth Street. It was the greatest fucking bar, but it was such a hard room for me. That one in Labar Bat, Talent had that one, and that one. That fucking room Every time I went there It was like I bombed Next time I killed I bombed I killed And I, I could never Figure that room out It was like an after Work party 
and I just would go up there white as hell, and it just either they, you know, yeah. Basically, in the black rooms, you have you have your opening joke, and then that's it. They they black people have they're very much like Sicilians, where it's like you you're dead to them. You fuck up once, that's it. You're dead to me. Over. There's there's this relationship is done, and there's no there's no uh, there's no repairing it. Um, which is why it's amazing. What's her face? The Fuji chick there started to get booed on the Apollo and then fucking turned it around. The hell's her goddamn name? You know, amazing voice, cute as hell. Four hours late to her shows. Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill. Um, whenever I hear the Fuji music, that reminds me when I first moved down here. That and uh, Wu Tang Clan, Thirty Six Chambers. <laughs> And what else? The, what else was I listening to back then? I don't know. Okay, now if this guy's driving like a fucking maniac, I think he's sick of my podcast here. Um, how far away are we? Um, another five minutes, sir. Another five minutes. Yes, sir. You know they're freaking out, man. Oh, I'm sure. Dude, where the fuck is he? Right. We're going to a hotel first, right? Yeah, I gotta. I look like I. I look like I just came from Saskatchewan. They're gonna take pictures, so I can't be looking like that. I gotta look like uh, I at least bathed today. Um, oh, dude, I had a fucking 6.30 a.m. flight today. Oh, nothing puts me in a goddamn mood. My show didn't get done till 12, and, of course, I had to go out and have a couple of pops to celebrate the end of the tour. Um, I want to thank everybody, who seriously, who came out in Winnipeg, everybody that came out in uh, Toon, Saskatoon. Sorry about the popping on the piece here. And uh, everybody that came out in Regina, I had a great time. I'm definitely, those three cities are now part of my tours um, now I, I feel I can go right across the whole southern part. So I was telling people, next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to do, do Alaska over to Yellowknife and some other ones. Jesus Christ. Fucking nine-foot lady with no clothes on. Do you see that? She had her ass hanging out of the bottom of her fucking dress. It was like a sand trap. So many fucking divots in it. Sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. Um, not that I'm any prize. Are we stopping to get gas? No, we're trying to make a left. Eh? Oh, okay, but sorry. This, this car is broken. Yeah, let's go, let's go. We get behind the one polite cab driver in the fucking city here. Yeah, 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 free. Some... Why are these people wearing scarves? It's not even cold out. Absolutely not. Absolutely not, exactly. All right, sir. You mean a left? We're going left here. That idiot, yeah. I like you, but you're like me. You just oh. shit on everybody as you're driving. They're morons, right? They don't even... Especially Sunday. You got... It's like Jurassic, Jurassic Park. <laughs> All the dinosaur comes out. You don't know what the hell Forgive me. Forgive me for what? I love what you're saying. Trash more of them. Make it more entertaining. <laughs> It makes me feel more normal because that's all I do. Don't you think part of it is because we feel like, you know, they don't know what we're doing? We're too wrapped up in ourselves? Or do you think they're morons? When you're right and, and then the 99 people is wrong, that makes you weird, right? There you go. Yeah, <laughs> that makes you right. I love it. Oh, look at that. Bill's Bar and Burger. Oh, and there's some flyer fan in there with a Claude Giroux. Claude Giroux, however you say his fucking name. I said the hotel's right in the front. Right in the front. Oh, okay, right here. All right, dude. I'm gonna jump out, and I'm. I'll be around. All right. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. I'll be. I'll be back down in like. I'll be circling because I don't think there's a place for me. You have to circle. Yeah. So uh, I think you got my phone number, right? I just. I think I texted you. Did you text me? Let me call you now. Yeah, call me now. So then I got it. And then you call me. I'll show up in the front. Okay. Cool. All right. You know what? I'm gonna call these people. And I'll let them know that I'm coming over. I don't know why. Why the fuck do I have to be there an hour early for a goddamn podcast? Am I gonna warm up my voice? Fuck, 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 shit, right? Um, So your phone ringing? Is my phone ringing? Is that you? No, that's not me. Somebody's saying hello. Unless we're in that fucking movie with the guy from Beretta. You ever see that movie? Which one is it? The guy who killed somebody, or maybe killed somebody, got out of jail. He played Beretta. Remember they they called him. The guy who did like Twin Peaks or something. Twin Peaks, oh. Come on, you know that now, Mulholland Drive. What's the, what's the, remember the guy from Beretta? Don't go to bed with a price on your head. No. Let me call you that. Don't do it. 
Hey, why don't you just give me your phone and I'll do it. I'll, I'll call you that. That's 310. No, no, don't say my number here. No, it's not 310. Come here. Oh. Just give me the goddamn thing. It's quicker. Why do you have one glove on? No, I'm driving. Oh, that's like your driving Jackson. glove? I like Michael Jackson and I use the left hand mostly. <laughs> <laughs> Good enough. I'm right with Michael Jackson. I love it. Yeah, too bad. He got framed. He got framed. Uh, you know something? I actually think he did, too. He, he, you know what? Yeah, you can't fucking molest a bunch of white kids, no, no. even if you became white. No. But... Yeah, and get off on it twice. No, no. You... But California, couldn't. they couldn't nail down OJ, right? No, they just want to uh, ruin his uh, reputation, that's all. They just want him to talk. All right, having said that, would you leave, would you, would you, if you had a kid, I don't know if you have kids, you wouldn't leave him with Michael, though, right? Uh, now, now it's older, it's okay. She's young. Now they're older, because they can fight him <laughs> off? <laughs> and also, you know what, I'm going to park on that side, so you can uh, feel free to take all your time, I'll be right here. So. He'd just pull up to your house, ho! Right? Stomping his foot, and then your fucking kid's got to go up? All right, sir. All right, I got to hit pause on this. I'll do the last eight minutes later. All right. Do you need the uh, bags? Do I need the what? Your bag. Your baggage at the back? Oh, yeah. That's that's where my show clothes are in. All right. Let me help you out. Yeah, there's like regular clothes, and then there's headlining clothes. I got to get on my headlining. I got it. I know. Okay. All right. Okay. I'll talk to you guys in a minute. All right. I'm back. I'm back. Oh, freckled fucko is back here. I uh, did all my press that I had to do. I want to thank everybody over at Vulture Fest. Everybody treated me great. I had a fun time going back and forth. One of the women over there was giving me shit about how bad the Celtics were playing. And, uh, you know, and I was just agreeing with her. And then she just kept trying to do a dig on the Celtics. And I go, you know, I really don't appreciate your little passive aggressive comments on the Celtics. I'm admitting that you're kicking her ass and then she laughed going ah you caught that so i go you know what part of ohio you're from and she goes oh i'm not from ohio i go wait a minute you're not from ohio how are you a cavaliers fan she goes i'm a lebron fan i'm like get the fuck out of here she goes yeah no i I was a fan of his when he went down to miami and i'm a fan now that he's gone back to cleveland it's just like you know Found out she's from Washington, D.C. I'm like, you're a fucking Wizards fan. She goes, ew, I don't want to do that. It's just, you know what? I actually respect it on some level. I think that she's a, uh, you know, if I guess you, if they're all going to be free agents and piling on with each other, then you might as well be like a free agent fan. Then it doesn't fucking matter, right? I don't know. I don't know what it's whatever. I'm just joking around. We had a great time giving each other shit. And then I got to sit down. They, um, it was pretty cool. They actually showed the first episode of season two. And from what I heard, people really liked it. I, of course, was not in the room. I didn't want to deal with that. And um, and then we went and we did a... Uh, I went in I did the interview in front of the crowd that just saw it and uh, handed out some free T-shirts. We had these, these condoms made up, F is for Family condoms and stuff, handed them out. Uh, people liked those, took some pictures afterwards. It was a great interview. You know, just great questions and that type of thing. It was a lot of fun and uh, knocked it out. So old Billy Boy is going to be hitting the fucking hotel bar here soon. How much time I got left here? Oh, I got to knock out another fucking five minutes. I might do it tomorrow morning. Maybe I'll do that, you know, because it doesn't make a difference. Because you guys, I got to watch the Celtics, man. How much are they down by? All right, watch. I don't even know how to turn on a TV anymore. Watch now. Yes, that's what I want to do. I want to watch now. I want to watch now. You want to watch? No, I want to watch TV. Setting the world on fire. How much are we down by? Kelly Olenek, for the love of God, pretend it's fourth quarter, game seven. Whatever the fuck it is you have to do. All right, come on. All right, this is football. You guys really going to listen to me channel surf? You don't want to hear this shit. I'm going to watch the goddamn game. And I know, oh, do it live. Commentate it live. I'm not doing that. Someone's just sitting here watching these people getting the fucking shit kicked out of them. Isaiah's out. I mean, we could potentially... (laughs) We could lose by 40. Oh, my God. All of a sudden, just having the number one draft pick just seems a lot different. I knew all these fucking people going like, I'll tell you right now, the Celtics are only a player away. I was at least smart enough to say it. We're more like a player and a half away. I thought, meaning we needed two players. 
Remember a few months ago where they were trying to suggest if we got Carmelo Anthony, like we'd have a legitimate shot to take out fucking, I almost said the LeBron James, the Cavaliers, but that's really what it is. Um, I don't think we do. Listen, I'm going to watch this game. This podcast is going to be like, I owe you three minutes, okay? I really don't because I've done a bunch that are over an hour. But um, I got to upload this shit. I got an early flight because I got to go out and uh, get back to my wife and daughter. That's it. Thank you guys for listening. Um, And please tell everybody on May 30th that F is for Family is coming out. And um, I'm going to be doing a bunch of press. So I apologize if you see my stupid face a little bit too much out there. I have to do it. I got to put on the monkey sat monkey hat a little fucking you know do my little fucking dance and uh, over the next couple of weeks but um you know i'm gonna be trying to i don't know I'll, I'll be trying to let you guys know where i'm gonna be at if you give a shit all right that's it go fuck yourselves and i'll check in on you on thursday all right toyota everybody the national sales event is on at your toyota dealer making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new toyota truck like a rugged half ton tundra a workhorse by nature powerhouse by design the tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced technology to fuel your wildest adventures and with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available technology, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales events deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.